Welcome to Success Hackers, Cracking the Entrepreneurial Code, the podcast that's focused on empowering entrepreneurs to find the edge and take their business to a whole nother level. We're peeking behind the curtain to learn entrepreneurial shortcuts and success strategies from the most successful entrepreneurs on the planet. Get ready for mind-blowing entrepreneurial tips with your host, high-performance business coach, keynote speaker, and author, Scott Hansen. Showtime in three, two, one. Welcome back to another episode of Success Hackers. I am your host, Scott Hansen, and I am super fired up to have our next guest come on here in a second. But for all of you brand new Hacker Nation individuals, welcome to the podcast that helps you scale your business. Whether you're just starting out or whether you've been in business for 15 or 20 years, we have the absolute fortune of bringing on some of the top entrepreneurs in the country and across the world, frankly, to literally peek behind the curtain for us to see exactly what they're doing in their business so that we can help you grow your business. So also stay all the way to the end because I have something brand new that I want to share with all of you. All right, Hacker Nation, let's get down to business. We're about to speak to someone who's been in business for quite some time. She's literally, as we speak, going through explosive growth. And I want to have her share some, some success hacks and some nuggets with us to literally help us, you know, help us grow our businesses to see what she's been able to do in her business. Today, our featured guest is Mary Scally. Mary, are you ready to rock? I am ready to rock, Scott. Mary Scally is the president and CEO of Simple Elegance, which specializes in window treatments, shutters, blinds, interior decorating services, and home staging. She is an accredited staging professional master, a luxury staging specialist, and certified luxury home staging specialist, as well as Southern Regional Director of the IAHSP, which is the International Association of Home Staging Professionals. In 2018, her company, Simple Elegance, was recognized for excellence in staging, customer service, and in leadership. She's also written a book and has been a guest on several podcasts. Mary, welcome to Success Hackers. It is really great to have you on the show. Well, thanks, Scott. It's really an honor to be on this show with you. Well, awesome. It's so good to have you. Um, before we even get into the sort of the nitty and gritty of where you're at and where you've been and where you're looking to go in the business, I want to know how did you actually get started in the staging business? That's a great question because you know what? It's not what I went to school for. I went to school for hotel restaurant institutional management and worked for Weston Hotels and Resorts for several years. But as I looked at where I was going, um, it was like, you know, I'd like to spend some time at home. And um, a friend of mine on Cape Cod invited me to join her in her window treatment business. And we loved that. It was awesome. But then my husband got transferred to to Houston. Mm. And so I was like, well, you know what? I would love to start home staging. I've heard of home staging, but I don't know anything more about it than it sounds like it's really fun. (laughs) <laughs> and so I um, I did a lot of research on it and found stagehomes.com um, with Barb Schwartz, who was the cre- is the creator of home staging. And so I got did my three-day training in home staging in 2011, and then I got my master's in 2014. And it truly is my passion. I just love to help people one by one 
make a difference in their life by getting top dollar in the quickest amount of time. Yeah, which I love. And, you know, a lot, a lot of a lot of people will will see something, you know, they'll go to school or they'll do something first or second thing or a third thing, and then something somehow gets put in their path. And then they really take a massive liking to it. But you took it one step further. It's, it wasn't like it wasn't like you found something that really calls to you, and then you started to work for someone else for ten years. You found someone that something that calls to you, and then you you basically just opened your own business. I mean, there's a there's a huge difference between someone that works for someone for a bunch of years and then maybe starts their own business. You just jumped right in full, you know, full into starting your business. What was the hardest part about those beginning days? You know, I think the the hardest part for me was is um, that my tendency is to probably stay and work in the office and push paper, but you have to get out of your office and you have to network. And I do not love networking. Is I'm very shy in many ways. I, people always laugh at me about that, but there's that shyness. I don't like to go into a room full of people, but I had to. I had to go find and be where realtors were. And so that meant getting going to Women's Council of Realtors, getting on committees, becoming an active participant on committees. And this was totally out of my comfort zone, but I had to keep on doing it and keep on doing it and keep on doing it. You know, it's perseverance. I think it's such a valuable lesson right off the bat, which, you know, um, I've gotten I've gotten the, uh, the sidebars. I've gotten to know Mary outside of this podcast um, quite a bit over the last several months. And yeah, to her point, you would never know that Mary is shy <laughs> at all. <laughs> um, it, but but even for, for me listening to this today, it's amazing to hear that, Mary, because um, you don't come off necessarily as shy, but yet deep down you are. And in order for you to get your business up and running, you had to take what could have been sort of a stumbling block and overcame that, you know, overcame that deficiency and started to network and started to join different clubs and, and really put yourself out there. So for, so for someone that's listening that maybe is a little bit introverted, could that person be a successful business owner if it takes the ability to sell or be in front of people if they're naturally more introverted? Absolutely. Introverts, I think, um, are the best salespeople. Once they have a script down and they know exactly what to say and they just repeat it and repeat it and repeat it. And they tend to outsell extroverts because they're they're just like people that say, just tell me what I have to do to be successful. And then they just repeat and repeat and repeat. Um, and whereas an extrovert is just like, oh, I don't need a script. I can just do it, you know, wing it all the time. Mm. Generally, you will find introverts will close more sales given when they are given the right resources. And there's a great book. I can't think of it right now. It's, I know what it is. It's the introverts edge. Um, and it's such a great book on sales, mm. but it's writing that script, having some stories that you can tell, and it's giving an introvert a path that they can be successful at. Yeah. And it's a plan. Like you said, it's mm -hmm. a script. It allows script. someone to utilize and say the proper words that have been proven Versus, I know a lot of times extroverted, you know, a lot of people think, well, the extrovert must be the really good business owner. And to your point, I agree with you. That's not necessarily the case. I think it takes, you know, two different sides or two different personalities can, can come to, you know, a success 
regardless if they're an introvert or extrovert, but I think regardless if you're an extrovert or introvert, having a plan or having a script when it comes to sales is absolutely essential. And I wish we had more time to to go into that. Maybe on a different one, we'll bring Mary back. But what I want to know is this, staging as a, as a whole, as an industry, continues to, to become more and more popular. Um, and I believe the reason is exactly probably why you got into it, because you get a chance to really have the end user, the person selling their condo or selling their home, sell it for top dollar guarantee. Why? Because because the home looks prettier when you guys go in and do your magic. But I would imagine that there is, like any business, an objection. There's lots of objections. What's pick um, one? We pick call one them objection. Concerns, not okay. objections. Okay. <laughs> okay. What's one concern? Barb is very big on words and. When we hear that word objection, we say erase that mm. concern. What concern? A lot of times the concern is the cost. And we always say the investment in staging is less than a price reduction. Um, and again, I didn't say the cost of staging. I said the investment in staging. And to make money, you have to invest money. So that's one of our biggest um, concerns that we face. And it's really showing the statistics um, on how fast our homes that are staged and prepared for the market are. That really speaks to a lot of people. You know, you think about just the simple um, example of if you're going to go sell your your car, what are you going to do first to it? Are you going to take it to the dealer with all the um, French fries and Coke cans in it? No, you're going to go detail that car and make sure it shines. But where's the money? Is the car is the money in your car or is the big investment in your house? Mm. And so it's, you know, Gary Keller says price gets you interest, staging gets you offers because you have to prepare that home for sale and it's got to be prepared to the buyers. Forty two percent of our buyers are millennials. They don't want grandma's furniture. Mm. They want to see it. They have to see it the way that they expect to live in it. And so we will work with people, you know, whether it's an occupied house or a vacant house. Um, if it's an occupied, we may bring in some different furniture that's more current than what they've been living with. Um, if it's a vacant, we bring it all in. So, Let's say a business owner right now, an entrepreneur is listening to this podcast and maybe he or she is a solopreneur. Mm-hmm. They are starting to realize maybe they can't do it all themselves, but they have fear. The fear of, well, what if I hire someone and they don't work out and I'm out this kind of money? As someone that has an expansive team, as someone that um, their business is, is on track to do better than they've done ever in the past, what would you say to that solopreneur or that, that solopreneur maybe plus one they have on their team in terms of expansion, in terms of investing in their personnel, what would you say to that person? I would first say, get out of the box of fear. Mm. Fear is false evidence appearing real. And you can only do what you can do. But when you bring on people, you can start replicating yourself and getting more people out there. So like, you know, your first employee might bring on is an assistant that just basically does everything and anything. But then maybe the next person is a salesperson who is now out there focused on sales. And um, so I, 
you know, that person is going to pay for themselves as long as you choose the right person. However, you know what? It's hire slow, fire fast. Right. We just had a situation and you, you know, you walked through it with me where yeah. I, it was an interior designer and I had to, it wasn't working out. And so and there was some other option opportunities in there, but it was like, wait a second, this isn't working. I we're under 90 days. Let's make a, a change. And we ended up having the person on our team already that we put into that position and she's doing fabulous. Um, so it's, you know, get away from that box of fear. It's not, oh, well, I, you know, I could make a bad decision. Well, we're all going to make bad decisions. I, one of the questions I was thinking about is, um, you know, tell our audience why failure is a big part of success. And I remember my first project here in Houston, and if anything could go wrong, it all went wrong. Like the wrong fabrics were on the wrong chairs, and um, the upholstery person who I hired didn't show up on time. It was just horrible, and I was so embarrassed. And then I open up this fortune cookie, and it says your greatest successes will come from your biggest failures. Mm. And, you know, I learned so much from that. And I was just like, you know, I held on to that fortune cookie thing forever. <laughs> it was like, it was my little thing that said, keep on going, Mary, keep on going. Yeah. You know, it's going to get better. Um, so don't be afraid to fail. You know, Thomas Edison, how many times did yeah. he fail before he made the, um, light bulb. the light bulb? And WD-40, why is it WD-40? Because they failed 39 times. <laughs> wow. So, you know, but it's we're all going to fail, but that's okay because let's learn from it. And also constantly, well, what could we do better? You know, because how you're best right now is not going to be your best tomorrow. It's going right. to be even better. So walk away from the box of fear because the box of fear is crippling. Um, you know, the whole story on McDonald's. The guys that actually started the company, they had the opportunity to franchise. Mm -hmm. But it was Ray Kroc that came in and figured out that they had totally learned the science, but he then took that science and duplicated it and duplicated it and duplicated it. Yeah, he you took know? the science and turned it into systems. Exactly. Exactly. So um, it's get away from that box of fear. Move forward. And I think, to, I think to Mary's point, I mean, um, if we had more time, I mean, as you may or may not have been able to find out, Mary is one of my clients. We've been working together now for quite, for, well, for a few months and we've been able to do some really, really great things in her business and with Mary as a business owner. And we continue to, th to really grow her business. And as she's growing her business, what's great about Mary as a business owner, and I want to just impart all this on, on all of you that are listening, Mary's the kind of person that's already fire aim person mary <laughs> mary, mary doesn't mary, like oh no what you do now <laughs> mary's not a mary's not a, doesn't analyze a lot of things which is great you know you might be an analytical person you might be the kind of person that just says just get me out there i'll, I'll figure it out and mary kind of sits in between that and i and i say this only because i think as a business owner there is the old saying that you you know, um, you can only see one step, stair step at a time, as Martin Luther King said, and as as entrepreneurs that we all are, there comes a time when you literally have to jump out of the plane. Yeah. 
and you're not sure how you're going to do it. You're not sure how you're going to figure it out, but you're going to build it. You're going to build this on the way down. You're going to build your wings, I call it, on the way down. So if that fear for you and that jumping out of the plane means, oh my God, what if I invest 30, 40, 50 grand in one person and they don't work out? That's unfortunately, you have to go through that because on the other side of that, I have multiple clients that I can even share that are going through that moment right now, their second, third, fourth, fifth um, um, higher, and you can't see the future. You don't know, but if you don't take the risk, you, like Mary originally said, you can't do everything yourself. So if you don't want to scale, well, then you can maybe handle it with you and someone else, and you want to build a half a million dollar business. But those of you that want to build seven figure and multiple seven figures in business, you ultimately have to bring in the right people. And uh, and what's great about with with working with Mary is her team respects her so much because of the leader who she is. She walks the walk and she talks the talk and she's out there in front. She's not just sitting behind the desk and telling people what to do. Mary is uh, is out there in front as as a leader to her team and her team is looking at Mary as, wow, she's just not hanging out at the mall. She's not just chilling out anymore. She's out there still going to the networking events. She's still making, developing relationships with the people she develops on, on a bigger scale. So, you know, all that being said, Mary, I want to, I want to give you kudos to what you've been able to build so far in your business. But, you know, and also as you look at things, you don't have, you don't know everything, you yeah. know, it's like, okay, we just brought on Tom who he's retired from um, Exxon, huge job he had. But he's so used to systemizing things. Well, all of a sudden, as you have your own business, you have to come up with standard operating procedures and true systems. Mm. And I love watching his brain work because he'll be listening to us jibber jabber, you know, as a bunch of women. And then all of a sudden, this is what we need to do. And yeah. it's just like he hasn't said a word, but then all of a sudden he has a whole written plan of where right. we have to go. Right. You know, and I'm like, that's not my talent. But you need to bring in those people to move you forward, you know, and he, his position is our director of continual improvement. Mm -hmm. You know, where are we now? We want to get to a much better systemized way because down the road, is there the opportunity to grow the business by having different businesses in, you know, franchising or mm -hmm. later on maybe doing, you know, another business in another city or whatever. But it's we've got to get it right now to move it forward. Yeah. So that's great. So what's next for your business? How do you continue to grow the business? You know, you've been able to share some of these strategies with our listeners, but but when you wake up every day as the business owner, you have these these team members and you have a million things always going on with the business. But for you as the business owner, what's next? What's next in not only the remainder of this year, but on to maybe next year? And how do you continue to grow that business? So what's next is we got to get a podcast going. <laughs> and that's on our goals for second quarter. Yes, I know like, they are. You know, that's, it's really, actually, I was talking to Karen today because um, we were talking about just some systems that we've got to keep up our CRM system, but going back and looking, do we need to nurture some of these leads? Do we need to do this, that, and the other thing? And she goes, well, that's all great, but I, I just need to be out there. And I'm like, you know what? You need to block an hour on Mondays just to go back and look at what, where are things in the, the lead, in the chain. Um, and this year, I've really been trying to make it a point of, on Thursdays, being outside of the, the office 
to work on the business. Mm -hmm. um, and I haven't been perfect on it. Um, it depends upon sometimes my traveling with um, stagehomes.com. But that's been a great time for me to sit back and start really thinking, where are we going to go? What, what's our next group? Um, also, reading and um, reading leader, leadership books. Mm. Um, taking the time to, you know, pour into myself because, again, I only, I only know what I know. So those are some of the things that I'm trying to focus on this year um, to see how that can affect our business. And then also making sure that you have time to go to conferences each year. Um, so again, that's you're continually learning mm -hmm. um, and learning different ways, being able to be in masterminds that you can really talk to one another about your businesses and find out how are the other people doing things. Mm. Um, and also having a business coach or a couple of business coaches, <laughs> you know, but yeah. it's true. If you don't have any guidance, you know, when you're in corporations, you have a whole bunch of people above you to help you direct you and where you're going. Right. But when you're, you're the business owner, who's there to really help you and direct you and say, well, let's look at this and let's look at that. Let's try this. Let's try that. Mm. Um, that's huge. Yeah, I'm, you know, in Hacker Nation, I, I've said this before on other podcasts. It really does come down to who you're hanging out with and who you're taking advice from and who you're masterminding with and who you're being coached from. All of that is absolutely essential. No matter how smart you are going in as a business owner, your inspiration, your perspiration, your motivation will take you so far. But then you're going to ultimately slow down a little bit. That's just naturally how it goes. And if you're not being inspired, not only by what you listen to or who you watch on YouTube or whatever it is that gets you fired up, but also who can you turn to? You know, I always use the analogy of golf because I play, I like to play golf. And the analogy is if I, if I shoot in the high 80s, let's say I average 88 as a score. Well, I would much rather play with someone that shoots in the high 70s versus someone that shoots in the high hundreds, not because I think I'm better than them as a person, but because I want to learn how to be better on the golf course. And I'm certainly going to learn how to be better from the person shooting in the 70s as I am shooting with the person in the hundreds. And I think it's the same philosophy as business. Who you're hanging out with, who you're listening to is so, so vital to building your network. Would you agree, Mary? Totally agree. Totally yeah. agree. You know, um, it's we in sagechums.com, the ASP class, we talk about um, the crab, the crab who wants to get ahead. He, if he's by himself, a lot of times he can get it out, of, you know, get out of the bowl. But when he has a whole bunch of other crabs around him and maybe naysayers, he can't get past them. And there's going to be people in your life that are just like, ah, you know what? Really look at what you've done. See, so you screwed up or that didn't work out. So you should just stop doing what you're doing. And it's like, no, be around the people that have had, you know, have had failures, but have also had successes. Yeah. And um, listen to what they're saying. Because, yes, again, we're all going to fail, but we also can all succeed, too. I love it. So be around the positive yeah. people that are going to speak positively into your life. That's a good piece of advice. Listen to them. No, that's great. Well, as you know, Mary, our, our Hacker Nation community listens to the show for actual success hacks and strategies to help them grow them, themselves and their business. 
you've already given us some success hacks and some strategies on, on what you've been able to do as a business owner that keeps you focused and keeps you in the game. But we literally now shine the success hack spotlight on you, Mary. So what's one success hack that you can leave with our listeners? This one success hack could literally beat anything that they can, as soon as the show is over, start executing and implementing to help them grow their business. Just do it. <laughs> you know, well, we've been looking at um, Trello and like Microsoft and they on um, building teams within your business. It's a system, of course, through your C with Microsoft Edge or something like that. Tom's working on this right now. But if there's something that can be easily implemented into your business, just do it. Don't like don't overanalyze it. Mm -hmm. I'm the worst for that. Get it moving. Teach your people and implement if it's going to make your business easier to run. Just do it. Just do it. Don't overanalyze I mean, Nike, it too much. Yeah, Nike, just Nike has it, yep. you know. And I love um, the book 10X Rule by right. Grant Cardone. You know, he's like, just say yes and then figure it out. Right. Okay. Don't wait until you've got everything figured out. Just say yes mm. and it'll all come together. I love it. Mary, we are now entering the randomness round, but before we do, let's take one quick moment to learn something brand new. Hacker Nation, do you feel stuck in your business, maybe even hit a plateau? Maybe you're not sure how to market effectively, drive leads, get new clients, or become more productive, or maybe you're just not quite sure how to scale or go big in your business. Then you're going to love this. I'm offering a handful of scholarships out to my listeners right now. This business breakthrough is a 60-minute call with me personally, and I will help you get crystal clear on your goals, and I will help you put together a 12-month growth plan for scaling and doubling your business. So here's the deal. If you want one of these free business breakthrough sessions, it's free for a very, very, very limited time, go to 60minutebreakthrough.com. That's 60minutebreakthrough.com to see if you qualify. Okay, Mary, we are back and about to enter the randomness round. The randomness round is sort of like putting you on the success hackers version of the hot seat. Whatever is the first answer that comes to mind, just let it rip. So Mary, are you ready for the randomness round? I'm ready. What is the best advice you've ever received? Mary, I'm going to make you beat your numbers. Like that was huge to me. I was all about promotion, promotion, promotion. And then L.B. Lewis was like, Mary, I'm going to make you beat your numbers. And, you know, today, what do I have to do? Every year I have to beat my numbers. Hmm, so awesome. be, you know, be aggressive at beating your numbers. What's a daily habit that you do sometime throughout the day that puts you in a great frame of mind? Um, listening to Christian music and spend some time with God. You now own a time machine. I want you to travel back in time to when you were 25 years old again. What advice, knowing about life and business, would you give your 25-year-old self? Um, it's pretty much on the same line. Life is going to take you down many roads. Enjoy the ride daily. Don't be constantly looking for the next thing hmm. uh, or the next promotion, which at 25, it was like, yeah, I got a promotion. I'm like already onto the next promotion. What is it going to be? What's the, you know, instead of being content in today, and enjoying the ride. What's the one trait that you have that's contributed mostly to your success? Perseverance. What is a hidden talent that you have that most people may not know about you? 
I can truly cook. I went to the Culinary Institute of America, their six-week intensive course, but I just don't. (laughs) (laughs) What is one book that you've read that's made an impact on your business? Profit First by Mike Michalowicz. If you can recommend one social media tool or overall service to our Hacker Nation community, what would that be? Facebook Live. You know, it's again, it's just a simple thing. You can do it at any given time, but it, it's interactive. Well, Mary, you are now officially off the randomness round hot seat. Thank goodness. This has been absolutely incredible. Thank you for your time and also sharing these incredible success strategies with our Hacker Nation community. Where can our listeners find out more about you or your business or anything else that you'd like to share? They can go to www.simpleelegancetx.com, S-I-M-P-L-E-E-L-E-G-A-N-C-E-T-X.com, or look at Facebook, Simple Elegance-North Houston Blinds, or call us, 877-458-8254. We're always there to serve. And as a as a plug for Mary, of um, she, on a, you know, all kidding aside, they do some unbelievable, unbelievable work in the staging and everything that deals with staging um, in the Texas area, the greater Houston area, really. And I know that she's expanding, but she's she's an amazing person, as you can probably tell here as a guest on the show. She's just as amazing to work with, and I know her team loves her, her clients love her. Her power partners love her and her team, and um, they're just spectacular at what they do. So if you ever have any questions about staging or about interior design, or if you're looking to really bring, you know, hire someone on or have a company work for you as a broker or as an agent or anything in the real estate world, and you're in the greater Texas area, or I'm sorry, the greater Houston area, she absolutely is the company to work with. So... Thank you, Scott. You're welcome. Hacker Nation, make sure to head over to successhackers.net. That's successhackers.net for this episode's show notes and recap from today's incredible interview with Mary, along with some other really cool resources we have on the site. Oh, and when you're on the site, don't forget to click subscribe so that you get all these new episodes. And remember, if you're looking to explode your business this year and you truly are interested in learning about the free scholarship that I mentioned earlier, head over to 60-Minute Breakthrough. That's 60minutebreakthrough.com to grab your free scholarship. This is Scott Hansen saying thanks again for listening to another episode of Success Hackers. Until the next show, go out and live with passion.